Hey, what's going on? It is a cold, cool, crisp Monday night. It's episode 209 of the Hey Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Do you help? Boppy, those drums were, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was like that was like spin doctors. You, that dude was jumping around the set. You know how much I hate grunge music, the grunge era. But this song, I remember the first time I heard it. This was one of those songs for yeah. me that I go like, "Wow, there might be something else here with this kind of music." But mm. there wasn't. But but this song, I remember buying the single, the cassette single, and listening to it. I don't know why. Just over really, and over you and love the screaming it. trees? Just no, no, I don't. Just this one song. That song. That song. And that's their hit too, which is yeah, not punk of you. Well, let me tell you this: I went to um, Strange Nineties. The benefit for Jerry Bryant at the Metro. Yeah, I don't even know what it was. I know you were sending me large portions of the video. Oh, <laughs> it looked amazing. Yeah, dude, it was, uh, it was crazy. I didn't watch the whole videos you sent yeah. me, but it looked amazing. Uh, well, I don't know what it. What the so, hell is that? So, Strange Nineties, uh, Jerry Bryant from JBTV. Anybody who who lives, I don't know where else it's broadcast. So, I I, I don't want to sound stupid by JBTV though. Yeah, JBTV. Do you know Jerry Garcia looking dude with the white beard? Yes. Has all this, yeah. So he does a music uh, program like on local cable access, and so I think it's I think it's national. But I he's the best. Anyway, so Jerry has uh, colorectal cancer and uh, or had and had a surgery, and this was to sort of raise money to help him after the fact. Obviously, he's got insurance or whatnot, but this is to basically after that's all said and done, and they still stick him with the rest of the bill for him to pick up. So what happened is a lot of these uh, area musicians got together and were like, hey, this guy helped us and was really um, instrumental in our careers and was always supportive of us. So we're going to come out and we are going to give our time and play a benefit show. How did you even hear about this? Um, actually, my wife saw an advertisement. It was advertised all over Facebook. Oh, I didn't see it. So if you follow WKQX or no, um, God, no. uh, the Metro. Dude, I don't mess with radio at all. Or the, I'm just now saying if I'm you follow their Facebook page. No, I don't. I, that includes messing oh, with okay. it. So I don't um, listen, I don't follow, I don't like. So in you, you still don't know what it was, or you did you look it up after the fact? No. So I'm, so basically, I'm waiting to hear from you. So basically, what it was, there was a bunch of Chicago acts that came on and played songs from the '90s. Um, some of these guys were popular in the '90s, so they they played a song of their own and then mixed it up. Um, and other people just came out and played '90s. Yeah, songs. that sounds amazing. So. People came out, and played Smashing Pumpkin songs. They mixed and matched. Uh, your, your boys from Local H came out, uh, and they did this. They did uh, nearly. They lost did Screaming Trees. Oh, dude, that's fantastic. Blew the roof off the place. Yeah, it was. Uh, Scott it was, Lucas it was, doesn't it was, do anything. It was crazy. Poorly. That's great. Um, you know, people did uh, a blur. You know, woohoo! Black Star. Yeah, the the uh, Naked Ray Gun closed the show, so they did like uh, they did head on. They were able to play it because uh, the Pixies did it in the 90s, but it's Jesus and Mary Chain song. I don't know it. You'd know it if you heard it. I'll play okay. it at the event. That'll be our closing song, so cool. you know. But, cool. um, yeah, so everybody kicked ass. It was a really cool show. But once again, you know, this was one of those. My wife now works till 5 or later every night, five days a week. So this, I was almost going to bail on this because, or hoping she would because I told her, I was like, I don't want to rush up to the Metro uh, it's only like an hour to get there door to door on at Friday night traffic even, but, um, I just hate being in a rush all the time. I have to be places early. So of course she shows up almost last minute and then she has to change her purse to the little handbag purse. And 
sometimes she she used to bring her giant purse and the small purse in the car and then switch everything over and then leave her purse where people could see it in the car. We've talked about it before. <laughs> but now I make her change the purse at home. She could have done it yesterday or the day before, but she didn't. So I have to add that to it. Then we're on the way up there and she's like, well, hey, do you want to stop to eat? And I'm like, Waze says we're going to pull up at 7.58. So no, we're not eating. Yeah. Um, so we ended up getting some Arnie's hot dogs on the way up there. But she still got out of the car. Huh? He still got out of the car. No, drive through. Oh, drive through. Yeah, and then right across from the metro where I parked before, there's that parking lot. Yeah. But have you ever used the e the e ticket where it goes into your wallet on your phone? So it's like a digital version of your ticket. Like instead of, it used to be that you'd get a hard copy ticket. Then it was like, hey, print your ticket out. And then it was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I have. But now it's like a wallet. Like yeah. you just flip down your wallet and the people scan your phone. Well, I have a. Like a wallet in my iPhone. Like that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use that now because I mean, last time I had like, uh, I was trying to find the email or whatever. My my brother was, it was to see Sam Harris. My brother was relentlessly making fun of me because he's like, "Oh, where's your like ticket? Like, where's your actual ticket? Like, like everybody, right? Like Everyone everybody has a hard copy ticket, and you're the guy with the wallet." No, he was just like, "Come on, like nobody uses hard tickets." Like he was like, "What are you gonna do? What's next? Printing it out?" <laughs> I was like, I, "Yeah, I mean, I would have preferred to have it printed." Yeah, it's almost like you remember when you print out the Google Maps, it'd be like seven pages stapled together and you'd have to flip one over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's ad- advertisements in so, it. So we're waiting in line and I'm trying to file through all my e-tickets and I have a bunch of them in there and they're for whatever reason, I never delete the old ones because it's almost like a book. Although I'm the only one that ever has my phone, I like to look back and see the shows I went to. I get paranoid about the wallet because I bought um, Tom Segura tickets and I constantly will check to be like, are they still in there? Like, I'm never ever going to get tickets for the show but i'm good to go in so and it's in june so like mm-hmm. from here till june i have to like every couple of days look in my wall and be like are they, are they there or well are they, are they going to be there soon do i have to click on something to get them there like i freak out about it you can't just have them well that happened to me so i we were next in line and i still couldn't find the tickets and i'm panicking and, and the guy behind me is like well hey just go back to your email then resave them to your wallet and i was like dude i don't have time to listen to you while that happens i have a 2008 highlander toyota highlander and that year that year model vehicle has a uh an alarm that has like a a fault on it or something something happens where every now and then my my car alarm just goes off and there's like you you'd have to take it to the dealership and have the thing disassembled because it's like there's like i said there's a recall i never did it so right across the street you know there's these uh these ethnic guys who are and i could see my car what's that mean you know and so my car alarm goes off, and I'm so looking across the street. I'm trying there. to file exactly. I'm trying to file through my email because this guy's in my ear trying to get the tickets. We're next in line. Be next in line. Have your have your ID ready. Have your tickets ready. My alarm's going off. I'm trying to hit the alarm. I can't find the tickets. This guy's telling me how to go through my phone and, and you know re-download them or whatnot. And I see these guys pointing at my car, and, and like you know, I'm like, they're gonna just. I'm gonna watch this dude kick my car or, or slam his because it's super loud. My I get to my keys. I'm able to shut my alarm off. I have to go to the back of the line now because I'm holding up the line. And so it's only like, you know, 20 people deep now again. You had to leave, though? Well, because I couldn't get, I couldn't find my ticket. And I didn't want to hold people up. Oh, my God. You know, God. just like dude, you, it's dude. in your wallet, though, bro. What's up? It wasn't, though. Like, I couldn't find it because I had to keep, it was just you too You had to much. find the original email that confirmed yeah, that you but, bought it. So Yeesh. I went all the way to the back of the line. Now she's huffing and puffing. But uh, I don't like to put people out like that. No, uh, my I, wife, I fine, but not these other people standing behind me. And my car alarm's going off. So now my car alarm's going off again as I'm coming up the line. And I'm like, I'm going to go in this concert for like two or like three it's hours. This guy. And I'm not going to hear 
and people are going to be out out here hearing my car alarm is going to get towed. These guys are going to start like you know take a baseball bat to my window. So of course the entire night I'm I'm going back down and looking out there to see if no, I can. No, you were leaving. Oh my. God. No, I never went out, but I like came to the door and the guy kept he's like stopping me. Are you leaving? You're going out? No, dude. I'm the guy that came back three times already to check to make sure my car alarm wasn't going off. I still and commend you. I can't you. enjoy the concert. I still commend you for not holding up everybody in line. Well, my wife's like, you could disassemble the alarm. I'm like, right now? And she's like, well, you could just unlock the car and leave it unlocked. I was like, now? That doesn't sound like a good plan either. That made me more anxious. How do you disassemble Who knows? Who knows? In her mind, you like go there and pop the hood open and you like pull a cable off. The only thing I know that's ever been disassembled is Johnny Five from Short Circuit. Very true. Oh, C-3PO as well. Yeah, Remember, but he, he, he was in the back. Exclaim no disassemble C three PO. Well, okay, so anyway, I got in there, but the whole time I was uh I was again, man, I can't just have anything just go easily. And of course my wife's like, she's just chill. Like, if you want to check on the car, that's up to you. I'm you not, gotta let somebody else drive. Yeah, I know. Dude, she's got like the Tao of yeah, like yeah, Winnie the Pooh, right? She's yeah. just like let things be. You would think some of that would rub off on you. No, it doesn't. It, it makes me more anxious because I see her not being anxious. And I'm like, have, somebody has to be anxious about it. You got to have it for two. But so then there's this other thing where my wife, I've t- I think I've told you before, my wife loves. My wife. A, a, <laughs> an A, B, C, or D celebrity. It doesn't matter. If you've been on a commercial, That's if you enough. were in a play at the high school, it doesn't yeah. matter. And so the place is just chock full of like local Chicago you know who's who yeah especially yeah, for, like the I mean, rock that, scene you know sure so uh jvo was there i saw him him trotting okay. around and then uh i wouldn't know him if i saw him uh jeff pizzotti from naked ray gun was in the crowd and uh, marty casey from love hammers and uh just everybody that was love up on hammers? stage yeah the band that sings the trees you and me out in the trees oh it's a great song they uh so everybody who's up on stage at some point in time is getting down and just going out to the regular bar and doing their thing. And my wife is like locked in because Jeff from Naked Ray, the singer Naked Reagan is like 20 feet from us. And she's like, hey, you know, no one's talking to him. Like people aren't going up to him and asking for his picture or his autograph so or what. And she was offended. She's like, dude, people are walking by him. Like they don't know who he is. And I'm like, okay, but like, I think when you're so when you put yourself out there, I don't know, okay, because obviously this is, he's 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 not Michael Jackson, but it's a, well, that's a bad, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's not in, in this kind of scene. It's just like you're out there, and like people feel like if you're if you're that approachable, it's just it's rude to approach. You know what I mean? It's like I don't know. It's it's something as as like me as a 42 year old man. I don't know that I'm going to go up to another dude and be like, hey, can I take a picture with you? Do you think like if he had a guy like a handler with him, people would crowd him more? No, because there were, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, we, we've been to so many Naked Ray Gun shows and we see them all the time and they're right there. And every time she kicks herself in the ass because she's like, oh, I, w- I wish I could take a picture with them and our, or him or, or whoever this person. But I can tell you before, I've done it, but I have introduced her or walked up and made the introduction before for her. And I did it with Bill Burr, and she literally lifted Bill Burr off of his feet. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah, hey, that's right. Hey, where are we going after the show? And there's like, 1100 people behind us in line waiting to meet bill Burr. that's she's like, right and he's like yeah uh, i don't know i haven't figured it out yet and she's like well here's where we're staying like do you think is it, I know, what do you think we can get some beers or we uh, and, <laughs> ignorance is bliss yeah so i was just like hey i don't know like if you want to make the move or whatever I, I was almost like walk past them and i'll take a picture as you're like <laughs> as you're cresting you know around the corner but right 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 yeah so well i wonder like you said he's so accessible 
that people are almost thrown off, like, oh, it's... Well, every, I mean, everybody in the punk scene, at least, I mean, that I've ever seen, is always, like, they're in the crowd after the show, or they're, you know, that's just sort of how it is. It's not like, you know, what I would consider, like, if you went to Metall- a Metallica show, they wouldn't be, like, drinking at the back bar. No. They're, like, hanging out behind the stage. Yeah, no, definitely <laughs> not. They're so, doing, like, yoga or something. Yeah. And even in the comedy scene, I've seen it a ton, too, because uh, I, I met Gilbert Godfrey like that, or he was just, like, hanging out after the show. Um, Mark Marin. I mean, it's just, I, I don't know. Something, where, something now, where did Marin DIY. go? Um, I saw him in Chicago, and I, I always forget the name of the venue. But if he's but, the but, headliner, were you going to see him? After the show, it was like people were hanging out. He was like, hey, I'm going to be hanging out drinking. Your, or no, he wasn't drinking, but like hanging out. People are by the bars or whatever, and he just like came out. And he wasn't selling merch food. or something? No. See, that's weird, out, though, because if you tell everyone they're gonna, you're going to be there, it's not a casual thing. It's like if you just pop in, it is casual. Well, I mean, I, then I saw, same with Corolla. Like, after his show, he does, like, a, a long line. But his is, like, get in line and take a picture. Yeah, Marin was just, like, like hanging around in the lobby. Huh. Well, was... I, I remember being very excited when I um, ran into uh, the singer from the Toadies. They had a show, and he just came back by the merch like, he came back by his own merch table was talking to the guy that was selling shirts. And I was like, oh, oh, holy crap, what's up? And, like, I, I, you know, talked to him for a quick second. But, again, he was just, like, he didn't take some back, he didn't take some Batman cave, like, mm. you know, secret passage to get there. He just, like, walked through. Every time about the time I went to Lollapalooza, I worked, I worked a, uh, a tent selling lemonade just so that I could work there and I could time my, my lunch break and go see Toadies. That's the reason I did the whole day. I was like, if I work this, I think they were playing like 3.15. I was like, I'll go on lunch from like 3.10 to 3.40, and I'll go catch the toadies or whatever it was. And I'm running. Left the tent. It was back in my Whole Foods days. I left, and I'm running through the, running through the crowd, and I bump into Scott Lucas. And he's there with some some girl and uh, from from Local H. And he had just come out with that, that, that breakup album. I forget, like um, some Angry Days, mm-hmm. ex- whatever, 12 Angry Months or whatever. 12 Angry Months, and uh, I was listening to it like crazy, and I bumped into him, and I remember I was like, I didn't want to fanboy, but I didn't want to be like, like, like I don't care, because I do care, so I just go, oh, oh, hey, you're Scott Lucas, and he was like, yeah, yeah, what's up, man, I go, oh, dude, I'm a big fan, I've seen you guys a bunch of times, and I go, your your last album was really good, I like, made, I like two sentences about his album, and he was like, oh, cool, thanks, and before he was able, to, before he was able to go, cool, I gotta go, like, thanks, I, I took it from him, I go, yeah, I love the album, man. It's really, really good. I like it a lot. Anyways, I got to go, though, because I'm going to see the Toadies. So I was like, sorry, Scott. Right. I got to bounce, bro. I know you're having a good time talking to me. But I still feel like at the end of the day, he was just happy. He didn't have to have an awkward, like, well, I'll see you later. Right, right. <laughs> so it worked out. Right. I felt like I was just like, hey, listen, uh, I know you want to hear more of my thoughts on your album mm-hmm. from the Lemonade Stand guy, but, like, I got to go. Sorry to, sorry to cut this short, Mr. Lucas, but I have to bounce. Well, so ultimately, there was a ton of different people there, um, and they played uh, just a every '90s, every great for anything so it was from Alanis covers? Morissette to. Well, then some people like Plain White Tees played uh, that uh, Delilah yeah. song. Hey, they're they, Delilah. They, they played their own. Oh, the singer came out and played like an acoustic guitar just okay. himself. And so they would do it. their songs and then a couple covers. Yes. That sounds but, amazing, but, but dude. It was great because Naked Raygun played um, all the young dudes. Uh, and you don't like this song? I don't know that song. I'm All the young dudes? Yeah. You don't know that song? No way, dude. I mean, should I know that song? Yeah. It's uh, David Bowie. Oh. All the Young Dudes by David Bowie? Yeah. 
Yeah, sorry, I'm an uncultured fella. Anyway, so Naked Raygun played... You sure you didn't just make that up as like a test? Yeah. Naked Raygun came out and played a song and then asked other dudes, hey, come on out and sing back back up. So they call for Scott Lucas. So he comes out and he's going to sing. Good thing I wasn't an opening act. I'd be like, all the young dudes. Yeah, yeah, nice try, fella. So Scott Lucas comes out and he sings with Jeff and then all the other acts come and grab the the secondary microphone and do the, uh, the, the backing vocals or whatever. So that was pretty cool. Then when Scott Lucas was performing, another guy from one of the bands came out and grabbed a microphone and started singing back up on his song. And he went and like literally undid the guy's microphone. I was like, no, <laughs> I <laughs> love it. <laughs> it was three different times. Like what? kept on saying like, yeah, dude, I didn't ask for a secondary. There's no need for he you. He kept doing saying, it. Yeah. <laughs> like the other guy was playfully like, yeah, but we're all here for the charity. Dude, like, he no, may, he might be my favorite like asshole <laughs> in the world. Like, everyone's got a story about Scott Lucas doing something that's totally like, wow, that wasn't cool, bro. Like, but it's, No, I thought it was cool. But, well, no, but I mean, but it's always like, that was really rude, but I always go, yeah, but, I mean, he didn't, you know. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's plenty of stories of him taking people's cell phones from the crowd and throwing them behind the drums and just being like, you're not going to film my set, just and just throwing their phones. That's why I filmed it for which, you. Which is, right, which is like a, a jerk move as as like a guy in a show, but kind of. Right. But I'm like, thank you for doing that. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. So I, in my estimation, uh, they they kicked they kicked ass. Local H, Local H just, they brought the show down. My buddy Tony bought a CD from them when they played, oh gosh, they played, I think it was, uh, what's that, Bourbon Street mm-hmm. in Marionette Park or something? Yep. They played there, and uh, he bought a CD, and Tony tried to make small talk, and he was just like, eh, like kind of like cut it short, like, you know, next guy in line. Tony got so mad, he talked shit about <laughs> he talked shit yeah, about him for like a... Just throws a CD Oh, dude, he's like, yeah. He was, he was a total jerk. I was like, maybe he had like 30 people in line. He just, yeah. I mean, what can you say? He what just played a couple out. Maybe he's tired, and maybe he's in a bad mood. See, you know what? Nobody interviews these guys the way they should, because that's that's if I had an opportunity, that's what I would say. I'd be like, what... On his side, what do you say to all these people? I'm not a small talk person. I get real antsy about making small talk or being involved in small talk. And you've seen me before, like one of the first times we went somewhere, like uh, someone that you know was like small talking me and you. And I was like super dismissive. And like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> yeah. And it's because I, I find it completely like mind numbing. Nobody really wants to continue to talk. It's like, hey, there's this space and this quietness that's happening. Dude, and we need to fill it. Dude, I stopped. I was I was going to run late yesterday at work. I was working. And I was going to run late. So I stopped in this place I go to all the time. I was like, I haven't eaten in a while, and I know I'm going to work late. So I just wanted two steak tacos. I walk in. They know me. Hey, two steak tacos real quick. Let me get them to go. That's all it was, right? They tag them and bag them. I pay. And I'm waiting for my tacos. This guy comes up. And I immediately, it's just exactly what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, he's looking at me. And I'm like, ah, I just don't make eye contact. And he's like, yep. Boy, when did they build this? And he starts talking about this new like counter they built. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I immediately like look at my phone. Just like this. I don't want to. I just don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do this at all. Like not even right. a little bit. He's like, oh, man. Uh, what do you say? Got to eat something, man. I was just I was, I was, was just uh, dropping a, a big block on my Chevy or whatever. And I was like, nice. Cool. And I look back at my phone. Yeah, it's like I had to take it out, and I, uh, dude, you should have seen it. Like the cylinders were like, oh my god, they were like the wrong shape, bro. I had to take it. I had to mill press. He starts talking about this, like automotive stuff, and I was just like, I was like, there's just no way I could care less. 
Like, look, how do people not read body language? Right. Now, Scott yes. Lucas has to go, thanks for coming. He has to do a little. My body language was clear. Like, I, I would have had to have punched him in the face to get more aggressive <laughs> about it. I was like, I wasn't making I wasn't looking at him. I was looking at my phone. I was going, yeah, you don't know. And just law, I was letting. I told you, like, I like to dress, the, I like to embrace the awkward lately. I'm letting the preg- the pauses get pregnant. But, just letting them get big. And I'm. I'm like, don't fill, don't fill the space, bro. Don't fill it. Just, yeah, let, it your Just let it be. It's his responsibility. No, I was hoping he wouldn't fill the space. I already committed to not filling the space. And he's like, yeah. So, I don't know, man. But they said like once I once once I put this new cams in there, it was like the equivalent of, and I was just like, <sighs> and and I and I it just made this part of meditating. Like I could feel myself getting this way. And part of meditating is like observing like how you're like feeling and whatever. And so I could see it, and I'm like, all right, Ben, I think you're getting more angry than you should. This guy's just talking about cars. But I couldn't stop it. I couldn't help myself. I was getting so angry. I just wanted to, like, yell, like, f*** your cars, you know, f- you, f- your yard, <laughs> you selfish. Like, who talks to somebody? Now, couldn't you use my plan there, where you start snoring? Yeah, I mean, I just didn't have the familiarity <laughs> with the guy. But that, oh God, He didn't it. have familiarity with you. That's the next step. Right? Just do to, to, to strangers? Yeah. When people go, hey, man, how you doing today? Boring. <laughs> just, hey, what about just somebody's just like, hey, how's it going, man? Like, uh, having a good, uh, it's getting warm out here, huh? <laughs> just boring. <laughs> so I'm waiting for my two tacos, well, and I, the, she's like, hey, you're up. And the guy's like, okay, cool, have a good night. And I just grabbed my tacos and just walked out. And at this point, I'm full on prick mode. And so that guy was like, geez, man, that guy was a real dick, but it's like, I gave you four minutes to stop talking. I gave right. you plenty of rope. Right. You continued to tell me about how they mill pressed and you put your uh, uh, you put your block in the in the engine so the iron pores could open. Well, I should, it, dude, I should have done the boring it, thing. But you know as well as I do, even if you would have like unleashed on the guy, it, that's the kind of guy who would he would have reset himself like Groundhog's Day to the next person anyway. He's not learning that lesson from that. Those people are those people. But that's it's they, they put that on you. They go, "You're the asshole." You know what right. I mean? They never look inward and go, "Yeah, man, this guy went off on me." And then they they haven't they never have the epiphany. They just go, "That guy was a dick." Oh yeah, oh yeah. But, but rounding back to, to, Scott, back to Lucas, Scott Lucas standing in line, which just didn't happen. But in our, our 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 fictitious situation here, or anybody, when you have to, you know, I guess you have some responsibility, or you 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 decide, "Hey, I'm gonna." I'm going to go out there and talk to some of the fans or say hey or whatnot and shake hands. Well, no, like, which I think is great, but it just has to be a, it has to be a, thanks for coming out, man. It's good to see you. But and people, that's, that's, thank you. That's they it. need to have a handler down the line. Like I remember when I, I saw Corolla, it was like, Hey, you know, walk up. You could talk to Adam. Yeah. You could have him sign. Like whatever, Mike August but, but stands under, with him. Or yeah. Something. But he was like, whoever it was down the line, Mike August was at the table where he was, but it was somebody else maybe from the venue was just like, Hey, when you get up there, you know, Adam will sign. He'll take a picture with you or whatever. We'll take your camera. We'll take the picture. And then just be cognizant that there's other people in line. We want to get through everybody. Adam really likes to make sure everybody, you know, right. gets So right. just be be cool. And as we walked up, we did a flyby. Like, I we came in. We took the pictures. And we're like, hey, we made our comment or whatever. And we did like a fadeaway jumper comment. And we were, we were done. Yeah. And it's like, you're not going to... You know, to think that you're gonna, he's gonna see you, and you're gonna engage him in a conversation. He's gonna be like, I, everybody else, let's put a pin in this. Yeah, I, I have to continue this conversation. Hold on, he wants to hear my story about the tacos, right? And the fella so, with the cars. Well, I, I met Marilyn Manson once, and at the time, I had a that that weird shock rock logo that you ever see that like red arrow that's got like a it's got like a, it looks like a, like electric hazard sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the his logo or whatever. 
I had that shaved in my head. And I'll, I'll get there. Why? When 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 you, when you swim in high school for conference, people do crazy stuff to their hair because at sectionals they're going to shave it. It's all off. So it's like a tradition to like do something buck wild. So I was like, oh, I like Manson. So it's, and it's, but I did it. I had the Shock Rock logo in my head, and it just happened to have that. And he came to town to sign his book, and it was the same thing. We waited for hours for Jim just to sign the book real quick. And he did like a callback, like, hey, let me see that. And I showed him the thing. He was like, oh, that's cool hair. He said something about the hair. And I was like, I got a callback. See, like we all waited for hours. Everybody got a quick handshake. Mm-hmm. I got an extra four seconds. Was it worth the humiliation and the cost of my soul? Probably. I mean, I like to think so. So I just feel like these guys, uh, whatever time they're willing to give you is, is enough. And, and I, I wouldn't go up and bother people, but there have been times where I, I have uh, stumbled into somebody or like I saw Jake Burns from Stiff Little Fingers at the bar at when they performed with Naked Reagan years ago and he was just like bullshitting about beer or whatever he's like oh this is a good beer and he's like what are you having and what, you know what do you suggest but if they're I mean, BSing with you that's, that's different yeah no doubt but you have like I, I don't like the idea of the handler telling you because it makes it so sterile and I don't even want to do it. But this wasn't that. You're right. That's different. I know, this, but I, I don't like the, the idea of the handler organic. ruins it. It's like a it's like a it's like consent form before sex. Right. It's like I'm just not gonna just I'll just go. To, I'll just yeah, but I'll still, just go take a cold you shower. You still want that? You want your lock screen picture? Yeah, I I, I don't. I well, don't. When we we went to see Bill Burr, we were literally funneled. You, there was no other way out, I guess, unless you ran out like one of the emergency exits where you had to pass by where he was anyway. So it's like, well, you could, you could, you could just go around, but he's like, he's right there, so might as well like go by. And I, I gave him, uh, if you remember, I gave him one of our old, maybe it might even before you, I gave him a Hey My Man shirt mm. or a sweatshirt or whatever. Yeah, I think it was before me. And he's like, uh, yeah, great. And he just like tossed it on a table behind him and said, Hey man, thanks. And I'm thinking like, well, I, I was like, if you don't want to give it to Verzi. You know, <laughs> give it to somebody who. Yeah, because he was, you know, and but we didn't, yeah. get to, we didn't get to say hi to Verzi, but yeah, no, I've always been that way with celebrities. Like, I like to meet them, but I don't, I don't need the picture, I don't need the autograph, I just don't need any of that. Yeah, I dude, mean, I had, I had a Black Sabbath CD signed by each original member. They all signed it with marker. I met them. I shook their hands. I don't know where it's at today. Well, I, I don't ha- care. It doesn't matter. The experience is what matters to me. When me and you and your brother and my brother went to see Nick DiPaolo. Uh, yeah. We all hung outside, and we like he was totally chill. Like he came outside, outside to smoke. Like yeah, BS and that with was everybody. great. Totally cool, and we took a picture with him. However, I see the, myself in the picture, and I'm like, man, I I, I look terrible. I don't want to even. It's a terrible. I think your brother took like ten pictures for me, and I every one of them looked terrible. <laughs> so I, I was just like, it's yeah, gotta be the camera. Yeah, yeah no, it definitely wasn't. But <laughs> I was like, man, I lost a bunch of weight. I'd like to. I'd like to go see him again just to get my. You want to redo? Just get, redo that picture? Yeah, for sure. This is like uh, George with the jerk star. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a yeah. Doubt. No. But I, I, I wish I would have told you in hindsight about the show. I thought you knew because, again, I do post it on social media all the time. And you so got to like tag me. On there. You got to tag me on stuff. Um, Dude, the only thing I see is like the same four people's posts anyway. But with that, it was uh, it was a, it was a cool show. And again, all the same people that I see every like I, I there's a lot of people I don't know by name, but I'm like I've seen this person for like the last like 25 years. What about like, celebrities that you meet, but it's like because they're hot chicks? What does that mean? Like, like okay, you see Bill Burr, super funny set. That was a great set. It was awesome. Like you, you, you were really great. It was on point today. You see a band, wow, you guys killed it today. Blah blah blah. You are in line to meet Sarah Underwood. You just go. I really like looking at you naked. <laughs> like what? 
what do you you know what I mean? Yeah, like if you were at C two E two and they're like, hey, she's gonna be here to sign Correct. autographs. It's like, what do you say you're in line for? Like, you could buy the calendar of her scantily clad to look at her naked while you're talking to her about buying the calendar. Right, because because you're gonna be polite when you meet her, and like, if you're not polite, you're a creepo. But if you are polite, you're, you're, to- dude, you're totally you're creepy either way. You're totally disingenuous if you're just super yeah. like, oh, it's super nice to meet you. Oh, I, I swear I don't beat off to you all the time. Like, wh- like what do you like? What do you say? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> because that. people wait in line. <laughs> right. <laughs> they say, no, I do sometimes. But, like, you wait in line and you go, like, hey, you're really pretty. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm so glad I'm cheap and I won't pay to meet anybody that I never have those experiences. I told you the one time where, for anybody who didn't hear the story, I saw Ted DiBiase <laughs> and, I, and Virgil. The Million Dollar Man. Yeah, and I took... I tried to take a, and you had to go up and take, I think it was like $20 for an autograph and then like $40 or what for a picture with Ted DiBiase That's and so Virgil. Or, maybe it was just Virgil, but either way, I, I took a picture of that person from like a block away yeah. and their security came over from the event from C2E2 and was like, Hey, listen, Virgil doesn't want people taking his picture from across. The, like you got to pay if you're taking a picture of Virgil. And, and I was like, well, no. I would pay if I took a picture with Virgil, but I'm taking a picture of Virgil across the room. Like, so I'm not paying for that. And he's like, well, Virgil, he would appreciate it if he doesn't uh, own the room. First, yeah, fuck, fuck Virgil. Taking a picture of this guy in line. Virgil's just in the background. Right. Like, so whatever, you know, but it was a big to do because it's like, well, Virgil comes here to be for people to pay him to take pictures with him. I'm like, not, not for, if he came here, if Virgil came all the way here for me to pay him to take a picture. He messed up. Yeah. No, he's not Jake this. Even Virgil, you can be like, oh, I, I like watching you wrestle or whatever. You have yeah, big no, muscles. it's, it's Those still speedos are the best. If it's just a hot chick, there's a bunch of dudes in line just going like, no, we're not here because like we like looking at you naked. We're right. just like we want to meet you like you're like. She knows that though. I, mean, you, I know she is. knows it, but what are we doing? Like yeah. she knows it, we know it. Did you see that? There's so a then thing, like, I, po- I posted that thing on Facebook just because it's it, it, a comment a guy made about. Uh, on our on our uh, Hey My Man Facebook page, <sighs> where like some dude made some comment about it, it was just vile to, to a hot on, chick. on our yeah. If you go back and look, and it was just an example again that? where like he wait to a listener. No, no, no. It was a hot chick, and then a guy posted like one of her fans posted like some vile comment in the comment section, Ew. and I was just making a point like this is what happens when your wife goes out of town and you get on the internet like you just say you think you can say whatever because we were talking about it Somehow before like it. these dudes just say the most vile things on, on in the comment section. Doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. It's, I don't get it. I don't get it. No, it's so weird. Well, it's, it's the same like if you tweet at Trump or if you tweet at Sarah Underwood or any of these hot like. Or she's, any other she, hot people, Trump, Sarah Underwood. Trump, Sarah Underwood. Uh, who's that? <laughs> those other congressmen? Like, my thing is, like, Trump's not going to respond to you. Mm. Sarah Underwood's not going to um, come to your house unless she takes our advice. What goes back to those days where I say where, where people get on there and they go, like, R.I.P. this person. And it's like, he's dead. He can't. He's not reading. It's not going to. That's That's like, just look at me. It's the yeah. old thoughts and prayers yeah. thing. But, yeah, no, I don't. I don't get... I don't get the, I get following like hot chicks on social media because then you could see them. Right. You're just being a voyeur. Yeah, you just I understand hang in the back. I understand voyeurs. Like, I, I mean, that's why models exist because we mm-hmm. have to look at them. But I don't get to like interact with them. Hey, like I'll, 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 I'll buy that for a dollar. I'll take you out for coffee. It's like what? What are don't, you going to do? What are you going to do to that? Don't person? you feel like they could get a, rid of 
instead of having the swimsuit edition, they should just have the sport, like the football edition, like once a year, put out like, hey, who you think is going to be the great college football team, but really centered all around the, 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 you know, the swimsuits. That it shouldn't be one edition. The swimsuits should be the major. Sports Illustrated swimsuit should be the major part of the magazine and really just put out sports in between as the special. You know what I mean? Because the, the swimsuit. I'm trying it, to follow you. The swimsuit edition is once a year. Yeah. But instead of that, have the swimsuit edition all 12 months and mm-hmm. only the sports once a year. Football, you just get one. You get one magazine. You just want it to be another adult you just magazine. Get one, you just get one magazine. You want to turn SI into an adult magazine? Well, no. I mean, they're in bathing suits. Okay. I so like not a nautical themed. Mm-hmm. Yes. A swimming magazine. All right, it wasn't a the best beach idea, mag. No, I mean, listen. I think they can't all be winners. I would certainly buy it. <laughs> I would subscribe. I would subscribe and then I would like Even and, without and then a I would send, phone? then I would send uh uh who is uh, who's the chick that he's always looking at those magazines? Cindy Crawford. <clears throat> the one that was the first Mephisto. Rebecca Romaine Stamos. I would send her a handwritten letter to Mephisto. Like, is it Mephisto? Mephisto? No. We're moving on. Fuck's her name. What's her name? The blue, t- the blue chick with scales. Not Mephisto. What am I thinking of? What's I, her name? I don't remember. You I'm know. Mystique. <laughs> Where did I get Mephisto? What the fuck? I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Yeah. All right. That's the Spanish. Yeah, there's story. your there's your comic book uh, friend there, Santos. Yeah. Hey, next time next time you next time you say, uh, you really watch those movies. You know about X Men. Uh listen to me talk about Mystique. Anyways. Point is this. I don't I don't I don't I don't know what, what you say to hot chicks. That's why you don't take photos with them. You just don't do it. Dude, speaking of hot chicks. I know we don't do a lot of celebrity gossips, but since we're doing celebs today, I used to look up uh, like some of those websites to bring up stuff to talk about. A lot of people are talking about this, and I'm just going to bring it up because it's near and dear to my heart. You know who Pete Davidson is? We talked to him. We talked about him a few times. Yes, right. I he's got, he was is. dating Ariana Grande. Grand well, I mean, he's more than that, but yes, he, was, he, he also Ariana dated, Gra- uh, He also dated Ariana Grande. Grande Fisto. Right. <laughs> she. Uh, well, he is putting into play. The theory of once a hot chick dates you, you're in. Oh, for sure, you're in. I mean, he he's not saying that. He's just we're, it's being proven. No, he's living it. Right, but I'm saying like he's not now going here at my hypothesis, and and now I've been able to prove. We're all watching he it happen. Who's he, he dating should. now? The, no well, the theory is, once a hot chick dates you, and guys don't work like this. Guys don't aren't wired. It like raises this at all. your status because other girls go, well, what did she see in him? He's he because he's dog Correct. ugly. Yeah, they go, I don't, I don't. He's what? the kind of guy that they tie a pork chopper on his neck so the dog will play with him? Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> there There must be. The girls all go, what am, what am I, what am I missing? Right. What, what, if she saw it, he's dating Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale from the original it's, Under Underworld movie? That might be a, a trade-up. Oh, it's a trade-up. Are you kidding me? Kate Beckinsale is on a very short list of hottest chicks ever, like, that existed. She's a, ridiculous. Okay. And her beauty is only surpassed by her virtue. Yes, we know. But she's a very good vampire. But the point is, she's 20 years older than him. So everyone's going like, what is she doing? Like, why is she dating this guy? And yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. But not on his end. Like, yeah, are you kind kidding of. me? Oh, no, no. For him, yes. Obviously, he's doing what, what he should be doing. Dude, she's like 47 or something, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I just saw the picture, and it's just like... It's just another example of I don't care about celebrity gossip, but I do care when theories come come to fruition. All you you just it's Kevin Federline. It's like the same. You just you just get one, mm-hmm. get one hot chick to date you. You are now marked for death, like Steven Seagal, except not death. Right. Poon, right? Tank, right? Yeah, 
So instead of drawing Dots. that, you know, where the Jamaicans draw that weird symbol outside your door. <laughs> yeah. Someone yeah. comes to your house and draws something else outside your door. I mean, is it like the Passover or something? Like you just like, kind of. Now this dude is like just marked. Well, Passover would mean that they passed you over. But... Well, right. Uh, but the opposite. Ugly chicks pass him over. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Right. <laughs> now, we're <on> <laughs> now we're on it. I was trying to avoid full-on blasphemy well, here's and work thing, my like, way he, around. Okay, so he, he's a he's a, a comedian, and, and let's let's just argue that I'm sure he's, he's, I'm sure he's, he's a fine that he's fella. funny. But he's not, like, he's not, like, at that level of, like, Chris Rock funny where he's, like, so funny everybody knows he's funny. No, but, he, you know but, I mean? but, but here's the other layer is he's known for being broken. He's known for his dad died in 9-11. He's been on antidepressants. He's, uh, he's tweeted stuff about suicide to where everyone, like, jumped to his aid and stuff. He's... Got like mental stuff going on, like he's bipolar. Maybe he's just brooding. He might be brooding, like Stephen Dorff, like Morrissey. Yeah, yeah, he's very much very similar. There's not a lot of differences, but he he got a hot chick to date him, and there's something wrong with him. So now you have hot women out there, and he goes all the way to Kate Beckinsale. I didn't think his range would go that wide, but it what's did. left? Like, he cast the biggest net I've ever seen. So women just go, like, she's with him. There must be something. Oh, and he's broken. Maybe I can fix him. That's, dude, that's two out of three big ones. He's broken. I'm going to fix him. Uh, yeah. I mean, where's the? where does he go from here, though? Sky's the limit, I guess. Right? Oh, there's just, I mean, there's always. You go polar opposite. Like, you date, like, uh, Moesha. <laughs> Racial dratch. <laughs> No, you just go like like the polar. What's the polar opposite of Kate Beckinsale? I don't want to be, say because it's offensive. It's, Although oh, I just said I, racial dress. Well, because you just said someone's extremely beautiful. Whoever I throw out there right. is going to well, be like, which I don't think so. I like Rachel Dress. What was that? Uh, like precious? <laughs> no, well, I'm, like, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm like, not getting into this, dude. If anyone's the opposite of Kate Beckinsale, it's precious. I no, I don't know. She's beautiful. <laughs> Vern Troyer. She's a flower. <laughs> He's, He's dead. dead. So you don't need- it's fine. Oh, and it's he's fine. a dude too. I don't. It's fine. I mean, yeah, he's it's... the polar opposite. Yeah, she's still... tall and beautiful. He's short. Oh and yeah, it's got to be a dude, right? Yeah. See, short, I know math dude. better than you. It's got to be like, my Danny, math is good. Danny DeVito. Okay, there you go. That's uh, he's gonna bank Danny DeVito next. Mm. There's no question. Yeah, Rhea so, Perlman. You know if that makes sense. I was trying to think of other weird couples like uh, Seal and and. Uh, Oh, remember, uh, remember Seal uh, and Lyle, Heidi Klum? Lyle Lovett, and uh, this was the first weird couple, Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. Yeah, and yeah. People were like, "What?" I don't know who he did it after her, but I'm sure it was. I'm sure he fell somewhere no nice. No one, dude. But it was somebody pretty. Like, I would like to see if you could follow up that theory worked out because, uh, yeah, she, she was at the top of the food chain without a doubt at that point in time. Top of the food chain. Uh, I don't know the singer from Nickelback and Avril Lavigne. Is that? He's that's a singer gotta, that's from Nickelback. Oh, Chad, Chad Kroger, Chad excuse Kroger. me. Is, but, I mean, is he, Maybe is he's he, the singer he, for is, Foo is Fighters. He, is he dog ugly? Nobody really knows. Uh, I mean, he's got weird, like, poodle hair. He's I mean, he's right. not. I don't I think he's great looking. This is a stretch. I don't know. Billy Joel, dude. Although Billy Joel, I mean, he's, his talent. He's, yeah. I mean, that doesn't really work. He's like the Harvey say, Weinstein of piano players. Christy Brinkley and Billy Joel. But Billy Joel, regardless of how dog ugly he is, he's still, you know, obviously arguably one of the what best. What Chelsea Handler and 50 Cent? Who who I don't understand. Yeah. Chelsea Handler. He's I mean, pretty jacked. Yeah, he's pretty jacked. He but it's, did, it's an he, odd couple though. Yeah, it's definitely. Oh, uh uh Ted Danson and Whoopi. 
That's the one. That's the one that makes the podium. <laughs> that's the one that makes the podium for sure. I still don't know if it was a publicity. That doesn't make sense. That goes well past Pete Davidson. Yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. And you know what? And you see what happened to him, dude. He did a Whoopi Goldberg, and all of a sudden, dude, his his dude, all he of a sudden, aged seventy five years. Dude, his 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 D was like poison after that. <laughs> like he like Pete Davidson dates Ariana Grande, and all of a sudden, girls are like, "Oh, what's up, with Pete Davidson?" All you have to do is sleep with Whoopi Goldberg once, and everyone in the world's like, "Ugh." Well, Thank you. Next, it, you know what bothers me is I always remember she at some point she was wearing she <laughs> was, was talking about wearing him, a dashiki and like like farting and like she was just being <laughs> and I, I just can't get I can't get, I can't get it out of my head. She wears like a horse blanket. Yeah, <laughs> oh, dude. Oh. She goes long stretches of period on the uh, on, on the view where she just doesn't even make say words. She just goes like ah. <laughs> like she makes noises. Uh, uh, to think she was a movie star at a point in time. What were they in together that that would shoot his um, it w- stardom? Was, I don't remember. Made in America. Man. Was that what it is? Yeah. With Will Smith. It, no, it was way before that. No, it was no, something like made, that. Made in America. I know because my buddy Fuzz. They. You're telling me that he them th- all three of those people were in there. I think so because my buddy Fuzz's stepdad rented that movie, and I've told many stories about was like, Will Smith, the, the laziness that went on Fuzz's house. He was real young. Yeah, okay. he was like like Fresh Prince. Okay, maybe. That I never mo- saw. This is back in the video store days. Now, Fuzz lived um, in Hessville near 169th and Kennedy, we'll say. The video store was probably about two blocks away. That Made in America movie was on top of a giant floor speaker next next to the door, the entrance to the house, so that when you leave the house, somebody will grab that movie, right? Like on your way out, grab that movie. To take it back because it needs to get back to the store. Yeah, because it had to get back. It was there for like three months. Eventually, they paid like $117 to replace it. Was it beta, just Betamax? Uh, it was a VHS at the time. <laughs> but they they paid over $100 for Made in America, and I don't think anyone ever watched it. The movie sucked. But it just every day they walked. I learned a valuable lesson, a valuable lesson in this. Every day they would walk past it, and his stepdad's name was Tom. R.I.P. Tom. He'd walk by. And he would see it and go, ah, not today. Today's not the day. Today's not the day I go two blocks down and, and handle my business. Probably went and rented other things still while. That oh, video dude, was- tons. They had a <laughs> cheater box. I mean, it was it was we we would go to rent video games constantly, but it was like you put it by the door, you walk right past, and you just go. I just I'm not gonna get my shit together today. Yeah, just not gonna do it. And I learned a valuable lesson from that. And it's the same reason, like, yeah, my car is a mess, but a lot of times there will be, like, I'll go to work and I'll have, like, a change of clothes or, like, a coffee cup on the ground in, in my car, and I'll go, just get it later. And a small voice in the back of my head goes, dude, Tom, and that, that, that movie, just pick it up now. Do it today. Did you did you Good. watch We Own the Night? I tried. Two different formats. Oh, yeah. uh, it wasn't on Amazon or Netflix. You lied to me. Get around to it. The other thing. No, the, I looked it up. I just, I couldn't. I literally. Is there any questions that. Uh, I have to have a Showtime subscription to see it, is what it's called. But I'm going to try to. Is there any questions that people that we need to ask? Oh, from Facebook? Yeah. Well, the one that stuck out to me was somebody asked something about. Um, we talk about, like, raising our kids a lot. Or we talk about, like, 20 years ago, what it was like. Like, we, we get, nost- we wax nostalgic on, on us growing up. I, I, that one did stand out to me a little bit. Somebody said, like, what Who do you, was it? what do you think? Um, Tell me it was Todd. It wasn't somebody that I know personally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is oh. that Air Todd? It is Air Todd. Oh, shit. Is it Air Todd? Now it's time for Air Todd to ask a 
You guys consistently reference your upbringing and how it affects the way you guys think slash behave today. Fast forward 20... I had to be air Todd. It's so well worded. <laughs> Fast forward 20 years ago. And I'll have such a poor answer. It must be Todd. Fast forward 20 years. Uh, how do you think your kids are going to reference their upbringing in a way that affects how they think, behave when they're adults? Uh, well, definitely your son's going to be like... He's going to have to upgrade from the boring to where, like, when his kid talks, he's going to hit him with a broomstick I, or something. I, I I think about this all the time, and I think about how it's a good. You know what, Todd? For once, you you have a decent question. You know what, Todd? For once, you have a decent question, and I, I do I do think about this all the time. Every day I go to sleep, especially after we podcast, and I I feel guilty because I'm like, man, people must think I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm not the nicest guy in the world, but. Yeah. Uh, I I wake up every single morning before I see my son and I think to myself, I can't wait to see him. I'm going to be super excited and I'm going to be, you know, start the day off right. And then lo and behold, he doesn't get up when the alarm goes off and he comes downstairs and he's like getting ready to leave for school. He's in a hurry. And he's like, I, and I'm like, did you brush your teeth? And he's like, no, I didn't brush my teeth yet. But why would I brush my teeth before I ate? And I'm like, well, if you're not, you still got to it's the same thing that happens every day. It's like Groundhog's Day. Mm. I don't have a, a short answer for this. What I will tell you about my daughter is is she is just copying me. She is like, remember Scott Farkas and that little toady that hung out with him during A Christmas Story? That horrible kid. Yeah. Yeah. That is me and my daughter, my daughter mm. being the, the, the little toady. So basically she just jumps on top with me and berates him or, you know, goes at goes at my son. So she'll be fine. But as, and she'll she'll look back and remember how we disciplined him, how we reared him, you know what I mean. But for him, it's a whole other story. Like I, I, I just, I thought it was going to be for people that have children that are the same age, like you, you know, it's like a year apart. Yeah, I, I I'm so glad I don't have that situation. Um, because oh, it's I just the think best, be, dude. I think I, in my opinion, I like to have my son being able to, in theory, help me take care of my daughter. Like we go out. Me and my wife. Yeah, this doesn't work for you. This doesn't work for you. This is not your. But, but it's not your patsy. But they don't play together, you know. So there's that. So there's give and take. But I don't even have an answer for this. But but I, but I guess what I'm coming around to is, although I may not be the warmest person in the world, I do uh, I do pay attention and I do interact with them. So it's a step. F- farther well, along you're watching tv and telling them boring when they talk i don't watch tv anymore i, I sit there while they watch tv with my headphones on and i listen to joe rogan that's that takes the, about four hours a day that's them my, paying attention part. right you're and like quiet one, i'm listening to alex jones well, uh pontificate I, I pull one earbud out and i go huh and i go dude <laughs> yeah, I, do you yeah. see i have headphones in stop talking to me and i put yeah, my headphones quiet so i don't tell him that he's boring so much anymore or all the time but what i do is i just put my i point to my headphones i go i I can't. Oh, dude, just like a slight, a slight update on the thing we were talking a few weeks ago about how like like you, your kids reach an age where you don't like them anymore. Dude, I took my kid uh, has really good behavior at school, and when he has really good behavior, I like reward him with something. Well, he had a couple days of they give him like color codes. He had purple, which means he was extra good. So I took him to <laughs> this afternoon. I want to shove the kid in a locker so bad, dude. Who my kid? Yeah, yeah. Well, that would explain the Scott Vargas analogy <laughs> for sure. So I took him to Twin Cade. And he's playing video games, and I found out he's talking to himself and others while he's playing these arcade games. 
And it dawned on me, he's been watching that douchebag on Family Gaming TV on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's been watching that douchebag that plays Hello Neighbor and films it with his stupid kid. And stupid kids. Oh, he's, he's, I shouldn't just. He's I, acting out his own show. I feel bad. Camera. I call this kid stupid. What I meant to say was both his kids are stupid. Okay. I mean, there's two <laughs> stupid kids. I didn't want to leave one of them out because I actually. Easy. I hate his whole family, and I want bad things to happen to them. So, he's he's imitating this guy. He's playing uh, Simpsons, the arcade game. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, oh, this guy's gonna come get me. Oh, here he comes. He's gonna get me. Oh, this guy's gonna. Get me. And, he, and he's going like, oh, this is so easy. Got you good that time. And I go, dude, dude. I had to like elbow him. I go, dude, dude, chill out. Like I got like I was like visibly like angry, mm-hmm. and he's like what what and I go, you sound like that douchebag from YouTube. Just, <laughs> just I would just play your game, like it was like we were in church, like when you're in church and like or a temple or whatever, and, and they go like hey hey not now not now. I was like dude you're playing a video game, squash it, <laughs> which, lock it up. Yeah, which is normally like when you do that it's it's green light to have fun, but I was like no you sound like that dickhead from YouTube. So, well raise your game up because I wouldn't take my kid for doing bad to Twincade. That wouldn't be a place I choose to go, and I know you, you only go take there him because for doing bad. I wouldn't take him there as a punishment, and I know you only go there because it allows you to drink while you reward your child. But you're saying you wouldn't? No, take him the there, service even is if terrible. Bad it's terrible. The, you know? I, no, I didn't enjoy myself. Yeah. Hey, guess what? The thrill is gone. Okay. It's true. It's over. That's true. So. It's Monday. It was half. I don't. Price. Like, I, I don't like to come Monday. down on, on 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 local area businesses. Right. But I've been burned there so many times with just the the lack of interest by the employees, not just in me, but just in general. Like it seems like they're doing their own thing, and it's like your part of your job is to make sure the people are here. Dude, there was one girl. Sorry, I mean she was nice, but there was one girl pouring drinks. There's like maybe ten people like at the bar all together, but I was just like. Like once you give somebody a beer, they're good for a while. Like what? What's going on? What's taking right so long? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. She was a delight, though. She was nice. Well, I'm just. Uh, but th- half the games are out of order. I, I, yeah, I rem- just, and uh, they they've taken a lot of them out there. They've the room the room's a lot bigger. There's a lot more room. And there's a lot less stuff to do. Dude, I had a I had a pocket full of tokens, and I was like, I don't want to play anything. Yeah, like, uh, that's how I was too. I, I think that's how I've been the past few times. But but it's still some for the kids. It's. Well, again, you know, then you could you if you could chill out, like you don't have to be on top of your kids because you can see them anywhere in the place. So I guess it's all right. But yeah, um, that idea, super cool. When we first heard it was happening, uh, and we went there, and then I was just like, it is a, it is yeah, cool. But, like dude. you want to play like eight like, bit video game cabinet games that you didn't want to play uh, when you were a kid, but that's all that existed. I hate to agree like with once you. you once you've evolved and it's like okay, I could sit at home and play games that look like movies. Or I can go here and play Miss Pac-Man, which I'm not good at, and die in like 10 seconds. No, I mean, but even that, like... And then you can't talk to the people you're with. Street Fighter 2 was there, but it's but it's not there now. It's like some Tekken version. Like, there's a lot of classic video games that I still would play. But a lot of the games there are just broken or just like, <laughs> I don't know. Do you know... Should we take this whole... I don't like... I don't Take this all out. I don't like saying bad stuff about local businesses, but... Uh, I'll take I what still, you said out. Dude, I still spend my money mm-hmm. there, but each time I go, I go... Uh, but you know what though I spent 10 bucks the kids were happy and I had a beer do, yeah. do you know um, let me see what this guy let me make sure do you know this guy Justin King do you know who Justin King is negative Justin King is like a an area musician who like performs uh, I saw him perform acoustically if he plays blues I'm out no I saw him perform acoustically at um, Tavern on Main a couple weeks ago oh you know what dude I know his name yeah, I do know the name. Super, th- super good. He really, gets, talented. he gets around. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay, okay. Um, 
I mean, I don't think he, I've seen him, he, but I've heard his name for you, sure. You've heard me say this before, and you know, people. I finally figured out what it is. I often would say I cannot stand. I love live music, but I cannot stand going to a bar and listening to a band and or a performer perform. I know. Thanks, man. Uh, well, here's the difference. No, I just take it. It's cool. If I came to a bar to see your band perform, then then I'm in. But gotcha, if I gotcha. came, if I come to a bar and I'm with a couple people, we're gonna. We went out to a restaurant and then we were gonna go to this bar uh, because my buddy's wife wanted to see. She's like, "Oh, Justin King, he's awesome. You you gotta yeah. see him." No, I heard he's really good. Not into it. So we go in there and I'm like, "Well, I don't care. Whatever, it's background music." But it's not. It was like loud enough to where like the dude's doing a performance. So is he doing originals or? No, no, no. He's playing like requests and you know just. Okay. But I mean, he's but he's getting down. Super talented, double neck guitar, and he's 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 got a double neck on. guitar. Yeah. Little yeah, baby it's kind of going on, but I'm trying to have a conversation cool. with the people I'm with, and I'm my voice is getting scratchy, and I it just it's it's not comfortable. I I'm getting a headache trying to talk over the music, so that's what it comes down to is for anybody. And then the argument I got into it, not really an argument, but a back and forth with with my buddy's wife because she's like, "Oh, isn't he great?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but like I don't care, like I just don't care." Like, yeah, no, I get that. You I know what that. I mean? No, I do. I I play music and I get that. So. When we did our live performance, people were like came on a brew bus and they're like they weren't there to see it, so they're like milling around having conversations and not yeah. I don't know, man. I, I feel like what do, what do you think as a person who who goes and plays not when your band plays, but like when you and John go or um John, yeah. Yeah, when you and John I go call play, him one because 'cause I'm racist. But. When you and John go play at like Bulldog. <clears throat> yeah. Um and you're just like background music. You're not really, as far as I'm concerned, correct. Like you're just kind of like playing. You're not. I just, like a, I just want to play it, and hopefully, like people turn around and go cool. And yeah, or like they, say, yeah. they maybe sing along at their table while they're. Having they don't a need to stare at me. And but it's like, not like a full is... band performance. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. a whole different feel. But I feel like I want you to go like I wasn't paying attention, but now I am. Like I would rather right. like like draw your attention, but no, it's not necessary. I guess is a weird way to put it. I I just don't like. I guess I've decided that I don't like. If I'm there to, am I'm out on a double date, or if I'm out with a couple of buddies, it's like I don't want to have to talk. I don't want to have to. Well, you didn't buy music. tickets, like you said, to see. Right. That. Not, well, right. I went to 18th. He's great. I went Whatever. to 18th Street a couple weeks ago, and there's a really good band that was playing. But they were playing in like the back section by all the casks and all the barrels, and all the bung holes, and all the bungs. Mm-hmm. That's what goes into the access for wine specifically. So no, but anyways, so we're hanging out, and they're like, "Hey, you can sit over there if you want, like on that side of the bar and watch." And we thought about it, and we're like, oh, okay, uh, uh. And I was kind of like, actually, let's sit on this far end, because I, w- I hadn't seen these guys in a while, I wanted to talk to them. And I was like, the band was really good, and every once in a while I'd get up to fill a beer, and I would check them out, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to just sit there and watch them. Yeah, it's hard to I wanted to, do. to talk to my friends and, and also have good music in the background, which yeah. is not disrespectful to them, I just, I wasn't there to see them. And I appreciated them being there, but I just didn't want it, uh. You know, if I, oh, dude, let's let's hang out in two weeks. Like we make plans, we look forward to it, and then I don't speak to you. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's a weird thing that we do. Like if if I was gonna go see uh, Huey Lewis in the news with you at a local bar, I'd be like, hey, we're gonna go in there, and once we like break the threshold, we're we're checking out Huey Lewis. Like I'll have yeah. to talk to you after yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so for many years, I I convinced myself that I hated bands. Like I was very uh, down on bands who play cover music, and I've told you this a million times. I'm like, dude, <laughs> yeah, if you're going to you be did. performing at a local bar, that. play your own music. Right. And the argument is because you do that, you go, 
Well, people don't necessarily come one. to play. Yeah, but people don't necessarily come to hear your own music. They just want to go at a bar and they want to hear shit that they know. Right. That's what that that's they're not yeah. really there unless you play. Now, if you're playing in Chicago at a venue, then you play your own music. That's the story of my life, dude. Yeah. So for sure, I've decided that it's not that I don't like bands or people who play cover songs. Uh, but what I don't like is I don't like to be a slave to the music. Agreed. If that makes sense. No, it does make sense because it's like if you came there to see that act and see what you got, then that's what you're doing. However, if, especially if he's playing cover music, he's playing right. a sublime song. You don't want to hear that song. Right. But that's what you're doing for the next three and a half minutes. That's <laughs> right. just what you're doing. <laughs> right. uh, buckle up. Oh, right. and by the way, Tom Pitting CCR are coming up as well. Right. And it's always the same thing. How come nobody, nobody does... I, that's what I dude. You know, I, I try to. I swear to God, I try to. I pepper in a bunch of weird cover songs, but what happens is you play these weird, obscure stuff, and and it goes over like a lead balloon. People's going, like, one person will come blurting, but dude, that was cool that you played that. And everybody else is like, ah, uh, bungo in the jungle. You know what I mean, dude? It's just it's a fucking ugh. Well, like there's uh there's another local band who does that stupid uh, rump shaker song, but they do like a rock version of it. Rex and Effects hit. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's stupid. One of the first cassettes I ever bought. Not not into it. Don't do it. Yeah, I mean, I cover the weekend. Yeah, but you do Similar. it. You you don't change the the melody. You right. play it. It's as, like a dynamite hack when they did like Boys in the Hood and stuff. Yeah, I, don't I know like, it's fun, but eh. yeah, it is okay. I but don't know, it, dude. I I don't I don't take a hard stance because no. sometimes it's cool, sometimes it sucks. Yeah. It usually sucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, right. I don't know. That's tough, dude. The, the cover of music thing is so. Todd or Ben, you never answered Todd's question. I think that. You know what's what's BS about it is my dad was a good dad, but he worked a ton of hours. He came home about six six thirty, I believe. From the, he took the train to the city. I'd see him for you know we'd see him, we'd eat dinner, cool real quick, you know, hang out for a minute, go to sleep. I saw him a, a little bit during the week. You know what I mean? During the weekend, we would kick it. Um, and I remember thinking I have the best dad in the world. My dad plays catch with me on the weekends. My dad. Um, is a, is a cartoonist. Like I was just like I had, my dad flies planes. He was the coolest dude I knew, and so, and I got a little bit of his time on the weekends and a tiny bit in the weekday because he was busy. He was doing dad shit, right? What's messed up now is now it's like on a normal weekday. If I didn't spend time with my kids, it's like you neglected them. Like what were you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like it's the 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 bar has been raised as far as uh, t- uh, uh, calories burned and effort put in. So, I put in way more time, and honestly, I don't think it'll be appreciated. I well, don't. You, I don't think it'll be paid back. You're the same as me. We're like, I'm going to be wiping my own ass. I have to I'm defer 80. to my wife for everything. Like my wife's like, hey, you know, this is coming up on Friday. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time at that. And I go, yeah, I'm not. I'm going to opt out on that one. I'm not doing it. She's like, mm. yeah, you're doing it. We'll see mm. you there. Have Go your there. stuff ready. Make Do sure it. you're dressed. We'll be good. You know? And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, here's the thing. Right. I'm not going because I'm a grown-ass man and I don't have to go. And she's like, yeah, you'll be going. All right. And I end up, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're my saying dad, I'm like that? My mom, no, no. What I'm saying is, is we're both kind of like that, henpecked. My dad would have just been like, my mom would have never even asked him. She would have been like, he doesn't go to that. My dad would have never went to a fun fair at the school. Yeah, never, yeah. It just wouldn't have happened. Well, now it's like, oh, you didn't volunteer to work at the fun fair? Yeah. My, like, let alone go to the mf My wife just assumes if she has to go to something that's brutal, I have to go with her. Like, there's just no, like, sometimes we'll trade it off. I'll do well, something yeah, really brutal. Well, yeah, there's two professionals. Like, yeah. Two professionals now. It's both people are working, so now it's not like 
That's your job. It's everything is our job. Best case scenario, though, like we'll trade off driving our kids to Sunday school. Like, hey, this week you're getting up and taking the kids, and, and you do whatever you need mm-hmm. to do, and then you'll be picking them. But this was her week, and then she convinced me to take her to the go to the harvest room, and I already ate breakfast. I was like, no, I ate breakfast because I knew you were going to try to make me go to breakfast. <laughs> And she's like, well, you can go. They have really good coffee. I'm like, I've been right. there before. Their coffee's mediocre. All right. I went to the harvest room. I, I'll tell you what. I, I just like to th- I like to think that what you put in, you will reap. And not even like, I don't care if I reap it. This is going to sound super corny. But I think the enjoyment or the joy is in the giving, right? So like I stay up with my kids and I read to them at nighttime and stuff like that. And that was something I think one of the, I kind of took that from you. But like I do things like that, not thinking this will help me in any way just going like my kids will then read to their kids and then they will read to their kids. And it's just sort of like a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I do, I, I do think that, okay, if, if your dad beats your ass all the time and if your dad's like mean and blah, 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 then you think that's just what dads are. Right. That's, that's not true because I had I had a dad that wasn't, I mean, <laughs> that's probably extreme, but I also had buddies that had dads that were the polar opposite, and I would always be like, I remember telling my, my best friend, I was like, hey, your dad's pretty awesome, you know? His dad always, like, called him champ and bud, and I've talked about this before, and, you know. Really? He, 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 he had enough of it. He's like, I'm, yeah, it's annoying and smothering. And I like, guess I wish- maybe, like, in a little more of a tunnel vision kind of sense, but what I'm saying is, like, you, whoever your father is, that's what a father is to you. Mm-hmm. You can alter sure. that and you can change that, but that's that's how it's done because that's the mold you were shown. That's the recipe you were given. Now, when I burn these extra calories and I go to these fun fairs and I help my kids do finger paintings and I read them Wild Robot and blah, 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 I could go on. My kid's not going to go, my dad was awesome. He did all these things. He's going to go, oh, dads do these things. Right. So my dad was just a dad. You know, he's fine. Well, he's he's going to go... My kid's going to go, yeah, my dad was fine. He read books to me. He did finger paintings. He built a clubhouse. Like, he's going to list these 100 things I do and go, yeah, you know what dads do. And hopefully, well, hopefully he has shitty friends. Hopefully he has drug addict friends and awful families of friends. And they'll go, oh, no, 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 that's not normal. And he'll go, oh, good, my dad's awesome. And then I'll get the appreciation I deserve. Yeah, step above the rest. Yeah, but but I'm not saying, like, I, I do it to, to get things no, back. Of course however... However, I do want him to have a couple of friends who like get cigarettes put out on their elbows so they can go like, your dad's the best. He reads books to you. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> hey, I think that was the question. I think it was. Maybe. Answered. That's, that's good enough. That's, yeah. what, he, that's what he gets. Um, <laughs> if you guys, uh, we want to, I want to put together another, I want to put together another comprehensive list on the Facebook page. Uh of 80s movies for Ben to watch because that's my favorite segment. I'm and, and up. Get away from it. I wanted you to watch uh, We Own the Night because, not because it's an 80s movie because it's not, uh, but it's a movie that I remembered really and I was like, man, I, there's a, just a badass movie, super cool. Rewatch it and I was like, it, it's it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I wish uh, we could just cover the lobster again. And uh, so I don't know that we ever need to really re. I'll, I'll buy it or something. Okay. Well, I'd like to ask you guys before next week to try to watch it too. If you haven't seen it, if you have seen it, I think you can get it on Amazon Prime. You can watch we it. We like, own the night. It's yeah, not on Prime. Yeah, we own the night. It's not on Prime. No. What did I watch it on Showtime? Showtime. Okay. Well, whatever. Uh, get it wherever you can get it uh, because I want to talk about it. Just, just only because it's insane, and it's a super good movie with a lot of big celebrity names and it's just it's crazy it's the most insane movie of dude all time. 
I don't mean to change subjects, but we got a few weeks to go. We got time to plan something. Our, some of our listeners interact, and some of them hide in the closet, right? If people want to do, if somebody wants to do something for Game of Thrones, I know you don't care about it. Yeah, I won't be there. But I care I'm busy about that day. it. But this will be a, a half of Hey My Man. Will you wear the costume? I actually don't have the costume anymore. I'll buy a new one. Okay. I'll try. I'll do something. But the premiere is coming up. I don't care about many TV shows. There's not many that like, I get excited for. But I'm throwing this out to the listeners. If you guys want to convene somebody's house, do this thing, I'll, I'll buy the fancy Lannister whiskey. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's have a, it. Doesn't even have to be a hey, my man thing. Just it'll yeah, just be me showing up at your in your garage watching Game of Thrones with take you. Take pictures and let us laugh at it later. But please do. Yeah, I'm uh, just yeah, I'm just throwing that out there because we got like four or five weeks, so this is time to prep for you to go. I got to normally don't interact with the show, dude. I will come to your house and I will eat all your chips and drink all your beer and talk during the whole entire episode for you. For any, I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't like Facebook. I don't do the Facebook thing, but our Facebook page is like really active, so. Twitter, not so much. Write me a letter like a serial killer and put it in my mailbox. Your your actual mailbox? Yeah. Find where Ben lives and yeah. show up at his house. Uh, dude, I'm in Munster. Barely, but I'm in there. All right. Well, that's that's the only clue you're going to get. We out here, dude. Just I'm, I'll be walking around. Just find me. All right. Well, that is episode 209 of the Hey My Man podcast. We will talk to you later. Just one.